Welcome to the Special Delivery Damn Near Daily Podcast. I am your host, Special, and on this episode, I am joined by Rhapsody and GQ to break down everything you don't know and should know about their latest projects, Layla's Wisdom and East 14th. Now, just for the records, this was recorded on Tuesday, November 28th, 2017, the day that the Grammy nominations came out. So we just had so much fun and it was such a celebratory, just great atmosphere. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Special Delivery podcast i am joined by two of my favorite people i'm so excited to have them here the man gq and the grammy nominated rhapsody <laughs> well you guys are both nominated man it's What's amazing happening? congratulations amazing. how you guys you. doing we're good man you know uh second day of the tour we're in gq's hometown mm-hmm. so i know he's happy to be home i woke up the day to two grammy nominations like Everything is good, man. We just continuing to build and grow and celebrate every win that we get and, and just keep giving good stuff to the to the universe and the people. Like That's a beautiful, so. beautiful And we here with you. It's been a minute. <laughs> I know it's been so long. kicked it in a while. Yeah, I think the last time I saw both of you guys was twenty twelve. I believe so. A3C. Yep. I saw him at A three C and I saw you at it was like some random venue in New York with Cooley High. It might have been. I can't remember it was, it was what I long. ate yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> That's real shit. Like, the only reason I know is because we have the interview where I could go type in and be like, okay, that's the last time I seen her. Like, yeah, no, I don't I don't know what I ate yesterday either. Not at all. Oh, my goodness. So, two amazing projects. We got Layla's Wisdom and we got East 14th. Congratulations on those. Like, just powerful, powerful projects. So, I want to talk about them. I want to talk about everything. <laughs> Let's do that's it. Good. Let's get started. Of course, Jamla is the squad, so you know there's crazy samples, crazy cuts on these projects. What were your guys' favorite samples or cuts on your own projects, on each other's? My favorite cut is Sassy. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of them on Layla's Wisdom, though, so I always mess with rap on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just something about Sassy, just the vibe, the bounce of it, mm-hmm. just that groove. Y'all gonna like the video too. Oh my god. I ain't gonna tell y'all too much about it. Y'all gonna like that too. Here come the stones. Throw me a few like I got good bones. Diamonds between my knees. Oils in my thighs. Does my sassiness upset you? Mad that I survived on the way up. Oh, you mad that I survived and I ain't coming down. Squad, 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 baby, look around. See me coming, see me coming. We ain't slowing down. like to back it up in the mirror <laughs> <laughs> no nah, don't let it don't let it fool y'all but i do be i do be grooving when it come on though hey if you got sassy bubbles we ain't mad at it it's yeah, all good <laughs> nah my you know my favorite i probably i tell him it all the time take care is one i wonder how far we go i mean i'm humble but not sorry though let that feeling for the ones that's close and always kept it real whatever's left in my will i just hope it will you ain't doing shit in life, I probably bug you. Hey, Oakland, you know I love you. That's why I had to. Yeah. I will. That's why I had to. Take care Yeah. I will. Yeah. That take care, though. Like, I told him on the ride down here, I said, look, man, take care. Gonna go hard tonight. You in your hometown and just mm-hmm. what you're talking about, how you gonna take care of your people. Like, that joint is 
beautiful. And the sample on that is so cool to me because I love that drum and scissor song. Shout out to Scissor and TDE. Yes, indeedy. On yours, my favorite sample is You Should Know, that Goody Mob sample. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fly, you better watch what you say to me. Everything ain't okay to me. Everybody won't okay to me. Though I know I'm a child of destiny. Fulfillment is up to me. Up to your neck and death for every bet you do up against me. Lord, listen, forgive me. I ain't got no sympathy flowers. They say it's better to die with pride than to die as a coward. I say some situations call for our pride to be swallowed. So we live to watch payback come in the form of good karma. Cause you know. You had to give a, a nod back. Mm-hmm. I, that was dope. A lot of people, like, when we first put that out, they were like, yo, no, y'all didn't do that. Yeah, Knife, Knife and Goo did that. <laughs> I love it. Now, we got to talk about lines. What are you guys' favorite lines, either on your project, each other's projects? Man, I can't pick one. For you. This dude yeah, be busting all the time. Yeah, I can't do that with her. Oh, man, let me think. Um, oh. Here, I'll set it off. I'll tell you mine. All right. On Layla's Wisdom. On Chrome, you were spitting on Chrome. Like, just crazy. Lines better than all the rappers aligned if they ask you. Like, to the point, better than all of them aligned. And then, on Do You, Dr. Seuss threw me green eggs and ham, and I souffléed them. (laughs) Let me cook. (laughs) Like, does your favorite rapper talk about Dr. Seuss, but, like, bar it? No. And give a nod to Lil B. Like, come on, man. What is my favorite line? I really don't have a favorite line of her. I don't have one. It's too many. It's too many from her. She's going to say I always gas her up too much. But when you're around somebody like her so often, she does things where it's like you go back Mm -hmm. months, Mm -hmm. sometimes even years, and be like, ah. And even for both of you guys, you guys are both super into basketball. So, like, some of the basketball lines might go over my head, but you guys are going to catch every single line with all the basketball metaphors. Oh, yeah. He really had Roy Williams sitting at a Mac game. (laughs) Yeah. Shout out to Mac. Shout out to my West Oakland people in Mac, man. (laughs) Let's take it back to the purple and gold days. Tech house. What's happening? (laughs) No. Yes. Speaking of the Bay Area, you had my sis, Netta Brielle, on stay. What was it like linking up with her? It was kind of a kind of an in-house thing just because um pretty much like a brother of mine that I grew up with. Him and Nettie, uh, Netta B are related. They're cousins. Oh, dope. We got the beat from S1. Shout out to S1 for that beat. And he also did Do You. Mm-hmm. So when I heard the beat, I was just like, I wanted somebody on the hook, but I couldn't think of anything. And we never went to Netta B to ask her for anything, like, you know, if she wanted to get on any music or anything. And he was just like, what you think of Netta B? I was like, yeah, let's see, see if she'll do it. And we asked her. And the funny thing about it, she recorded that song the day North Carolina played Kentucky in the Final Four. I'll never forget mm-hmm. that. And I actually wasn't even at the studio because I had to do some other running around that day. Mm-hmm. And she knocked it out. And I fell in love with it right away. Mm-hmm. You know, and I sent it to Ninth and everybody, and they loved it. And we, at the time, we didn't know. You know, that was earlier this year. We didn't know what we were going to do with it. Mm-hmm. And I think timing is just everything. And when it fit on each 14th, and you know, I, I still thank her for that. So 
Shout out to Netta Brielle, man. Very, very talented. It just works so well, too, because her project's called 580, 580 East 14th. Right, like right, it's, right, it's right. perfect. Now, we got to talk about the fact that y'all tugged at people's heartstrings, both of you, on Layla's Wisdom and East 14th with the last song on the project. What was the thought process behind Jesus Coming and Away From Here? Both very different stories. I guess we'll start with Jesus Coming. The way you talked about those it's three different situations, right? Bought a building blast just yesterday. So excited to play, but now there's blood soaking the clothes, and we ain't have nothing to do with it. Why they have to trip? We was just out here joining the day, and now they had to come and ruin shit. Now we laying on the ground, and everything around me fading, because I know deep down it's time for us to go. What was it like writing to that sample? Because that sample comes in perfectly. Just the whole process behind that, because it's such a powerful song. Man, this, the sample just really led the way for me. Mm -hmm. um, we were actually in the process of mixing the records. So, like, we were done. And, you know, Knife, while we're in the middle of mixing, Knife making beats, and he comes across that joint he makes, and we like, I got to have it. Like, we're not done yet. I, I have to have that joint. I just remember hearing it, and it's like... Time to go home. And it's just like, I just instantly just saw these different pictures of people. Like I saw a homeless man, a veteran. It's just like, yo, I want to tell, you know, different stories about life and how fragile it is. Why we die for the wrong reasons or why we're overcome with pressure or, you know, just talking about different topics. I wrote down a bunch, but those three are the ones that stood out the most for me. And and then Amber was in the studio and I was like, I got, I need you for this one. Mm -hmm. And she just took it somewhere else. Man, it, it just hit me instantly. Like some joints I live with and I sit with for days, sometimes weeks till a concert hits. But, you know, as soon as I heard the sample, like that's the visual I got. Like, and I love when music makes me see a picture. Yeah. Like, and, and that's just what it was. It was easy to write. Yeah, I just tapped into that one. So good. So good. And we all know that you're the beat hoarder, so... The fact that it speaks to you and you see the picture. All of the beats. I didn't hoard that beat. I put that one down immediately. <laughs> but with Q Joint, I know his is way more personal. Definitely. So what was that process like writing away from here? Because it's such a powerful story that I know people can relate to. But even on the same thing, like even if you haven't been through that, you illustrate it so well to where you can see all of it. Pictures in my phone, it's hard to look at old ones. Missed your call when you hit me, I was busy. Meant to hit you back, I guess it just slipped me. Weeks passed, I hit Dave just tapping in. He asked me if I heard the news, replied wasn't when. He said T.O. gone, can't believe what he did. Took his baby mama life and then his. Take me away from him. This is for my niggas. Take me away from him. For my niggas who are not my niggas. No what was the process behind that one? It was one of those, it was actually probably the hardest song I've ever had to write. Definitely. You know, um, a close friend of mine who was a main point of me even doing music today, mm. who's from Durham, North Carolina. Mm. And so I met him when I when I went to North Carolina for school. Um, David Noel, his name was Tory Price, but we call him T.O. They were like pretty much brothers. Mm. So even before I met Rap, Ninth, and everybody on Jamla, he was always around me when I was just playing around with rap and freestyling. And it was like, man... This is what you should do. Like, you have a gift with this. So it was, a, it was an unfortunate story where he took the life of the mother of his child right before he took his life. And I didn't want to write it. I didn't want to record anything about it. But it was almost like he was telling me to do it, you know, for whatever reason. And I wanted 
the first verse I wanted to kind of talk about how we were and how we met and this and that. The second verse, I didn't know where to take it. Um, and the only thing I kept seeing was his daughter's face, you know, so I wanted to do something. And I always, or I try to promise myself that for the remainder of projects, whatever I do, I always want to have a song, not to try to make people cry, but I want people to rap did something as far as saying, giving people their, their flowers while they're still here. Yes. So that hit hard without her even knowing it. So I want to give people their flowers while they're still here. So it was one of those things where it was like, I was just angry. You know, I was angry with the situation, but I still wanted to let them know, like, man, I'm still doing this for you, you know, and, and a lot of things. And you're still motivating me, even with the situation occurring. So even I've, I've been getting responses from from people and they've been loving a song. And, and even somebody told me, like, man, you're bringing awareness to, you know, to suicide, yep. to, to homicidal thoughts and a lot of things that I didn't think about while writing it. So. I think it's just kind of like uh, an unfortunate thing, but a blessing in disguise where something like that can still help people. So that's the good that's the good thing out of that. And I think you're also bringing awareness to, you might not even notice it, to just how men deal with things. Because men True. deal with things very differently and sometimes they don't deal with anything at all. So for you to be on a record dealing with it and saying like, I'm angry, but I also still love, you know what I mean? Like Very all true. these mixed feelings that go into that, like to put those on a record for other men to hear. I think that's such a powerful thing too. Yeah. Very true. Let's bring it back up. What was the most <laughs> fun song for you guys to make on these projects? For me, it was Sassy, without a doubt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was fun, you know, recording it. Just, it was real free. Like, got to freestyle a little bit just to have fun with it. And then I remember when we went to, uh, we mixed it in L.A. And the studio was full. Like, it was myself, Ninth Guru, Terrace was there, Problem was in there. My homegirl, Wyan, uh, Mary and Mariba. I think Lance might have been there a little bit. Uh, S1 Son Vaughn, like we had a studio full. Tony Baker, the comedian. And, it, you know, we mixing it and, and putting the finishing touches. And every time it played, like everybody just busting, like they dancing, <laughs> they getting down. Like it was just a real fun moment. Like it reminded me of middle school when I heard my boo. Nine, I think. My one. Yes. So, like we was, we was just getting down. So that, that one was really fun. Like, and I performed it for the first time last night. In Santa Ana, and again, it was just fun. Like you know, I let I brought somebody on stage and let them dance while I rapped, and it was just it was a moment. So that's that's probably one of my favorites. Every time I see Problem, like you need a full project with Ninth Wonder, like because he, <laughs> go, oh my goodness, the it was on your project. Yeah. I am obsessed with that song because to hear Problem be quote unquote conscious, but like just you know what I mean, be different from what we hear yeah. like on the radio songs yeah. and just like really break himself down at the same time. Like that's my shit. So he keeps telling me that there's stuff in the works. So I'm here it's patiently waiting. It's I'm putting it in the air. He know it. <sighs> Problem. We know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> most fun song on East 14th. That's tough. I think I might've had the most fun with East 14th. Mm -hmm. The actual song. This period serious. When it's got shit, it feel like I'm flying, but really I'm still an ostrich. This for you, yeah, for you. Let me talk to my reflection. Thanks to Raps first, I'm confident in my complexion. Obama dropped the mic, who's singing at the next election? Million said he gonna be best at flexing when he done with 24. I seen 24 be done with 60 cat. Mike ain't even leave like that. Yeah. This that E1 flow, boy. In the deep, I seen sharks turn to a pole, boy. Oh, boy. Friends of mine tried to help granted they just take me folks i think the whole project is personal but i think just going back in time 
it was kind of like I was in the movie Back to the Future because I was going back and coming back to the future and going back in time, using people, different names, places, and stuff like that. And just the feeling that two sides of it, if you're from Oakland or if you're from the Bay Area, you can relate to it in so many different ways. But even if you're not there, I wanted something to make people want to come to Oakland. Mm. You know, like I want people to, even if they're coming to the Bay Area for whatever it may be, and they're like, man, I got to go to Oakland. I got to ride down E1. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I just want that vibe. So that was fun to do. Mm-hmm. That was fun to do. Yeah, no, it definitely was like a Back to the Future type thing because you're shouting out all these places that have closed, all that stuff. You're really like creating a map for the people and kind of right. taking us through Oakland. So it's super dope. Right. We ran that back 50 times. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we, we did. We ran that back, bus. <laughs> she know. She know how she is. See, this is the thing, this is the thing about her and I. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really a brother and sister yes. relationship. Like, she's really a big sister, you know, and Jamla as a whole is really a family. So I think when people hear the music and they feel that it's really just the energy we have every day around each other or in Bright Lady in the studio. So it's always love. How is everybody at Jamla? I haven't seen them in so long. They're good. Everybody's coming to their own. You know, mm-hmm. me and Q on the road. Ninth is teaching at two schools, DJing, being a leader in so many different ways. You know, Crisis um, crisis has some things in the works that we're going to announce really soon. Like, so proud of him. Cash is still making beats and running JML as our label manager. And we have a new artist by the name of Ruben Vincent from Charlotte, North Carolina. He's amazing. Uh, Swizz Beats has taken a real big liking to him. He just dropped a project called Myers Park. Heather Victoria, she has a project coming out real soon. We need that. I need yeah, that so bad. Coming. I love her. She's been in the wings working. Mm-hmm. Uh, super proud of her growth. Everybody's, you know, good. Like, mm-hmm. we're excited. Working, working, working. So I like to hear. I feel like on Layla's Wisdom, you took more of like a funk vibe. Was that something that was conscious when you were thinking of the album? Was it something that happened with the samples? No, I mean, it just kind of happened. I don't think it's too, too far from, you know, anything we've ever put out before. I think the biggest difference was they probably sound bigger. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can hear the growth in all of us. Mm -hmm. Even to think how Ninth Wonder is still growing. I I can't even kind (laughs) of wrap my head around it. But uh, bringing Terrace in, like, you know, that's a big difference. Like, it made the records a lot bigger. And he has that jazz background, you know. So it's it's naturally going to come out jazzy and funky a little bit. You know, the one probably that's, like, the funkiest was that that was inspired by something was Pay Up. Yeah, ain't no family plans. You was only trying to help a man become a man. Thought your love one day would help him grow up. But he just wanted a baby girl that he don't pay up. Pay up right after on the hills of uh, To Pimp a Butterfly coming out, and that's like one of that's one of my favorite albums ever made. So when I did Pay Up, like that's kind of like the vibe and energy I was in, and I, it just subconsciously came through with that record. Like mm-hmm. you know, I think that's just that has what I've been what I had been listening to so long. So I was definitely inspired by it. Um, so yeah, Pay Up, like the funkiness from that was definitely inspired a lot by To Pimp, but the record in general, like. Man, like we worked on it two and a half years, so Jeez. yeah, I, I grew, had been inspired by so many different things and so many different times, and we recorded eighty records for the album. So oh you goodness. know, have a knife, did he did it? We narrowed it down to fourteen. So 
you know, the ones that stuck, you know, they just kind of, they just meshed together like that. Mm-hmm. And they came out to be, you know, funky and hard hitting and soulful. And yeah, like I like that it's, it's a lot of different emotions and feelings. We got to talk about pay up because once I heard pay up, I had to tweet like, damn, Rapsy really called out. They call them hobosexuals, men who use women and just like live off of them. So what was it like? Hobosexual. Hobosexual. So like I've been trying to figure out what's the what's the uh, the term because gold diggers are for women. Like mm-hmm. you call dudes gold diggers too. You call them hobosexuals. They call them hobosexuals. You no, call banging. Okay. You could call them a gold digger too. Hobosexual is kind of like a weird word, but um. I'm assuring you, hobo. But it's but, <laughs> but it's a real thing. Yeah, like no, it's and nobody's real, talking real. about it. Like super it's crazy. Real. So what was the approach to that record to paint those two characters? Man, um, I came up with the hook first. Like, it just hit. Pay up. Yo, let's just tell a story about, you know, uh, a woman, gold digger or whatever. But I got to balance it because there are men, Mm -hmm. hobos, that do the same thing. So, you know, I guess you can kind of take it back to when Lauren did uh, like like a Lost Ones type Mm -hmm. joint where she gave both sides of the coin, like. So don't get it twisted. Like, it's it's a man and woman thing. So we just have fun with it like that. Because, you know, I know some hobos. <laughs> I know some gold diggers, too. Like, that's just what it was, man. That one was a fun one to create, too. Mm-hmm. Like, me and Crisis and Cash had, had mad fun with that one. They, they tried to get me singing a little bit. I said, bro, that's not really me, man. I can't even sing it at the show. I'd be like, no. She lying, though, because she, she was holding a little note last night. She tried to play it off, though. So we're going to try to get Don't her to do it in the happen. town tonight. No phones tonight. It's open. <laughs> All phones. We need them. Oh, my goodness. You're going to take your shirt off tonight? No. This is, this is, I'm like speechless. Like, this show is just, I was I already excited. She's been on this free to nipple rage for the longest. I mean, it's real. See how she acting? It's real. Uh, Anytime a camera uh, come around. I know. I know. I already know what she going to say. I know how she going to be. I'm sorry. I don't mean to objectify you that way. No, it's good. It's love. You know, it's empowerment. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. Free the nipple and, you know, free the the pipes. Yeah. You going to sing? What kind of pipes? Don't get her started. I didn't know where you were going with that. Do not. No, no. You're going to sing. You're going to sing. He's going to take his shirt off. I can't free the pipe. Not tonight. Not the pipe. The pipes free. free oh, okay, free okay. The, special. Free, All right. Free the singing bird. We're just making sure. Yeah, don't get rap started. Please don't. <laughs> That's what she said. This will turn into a whole different segment. I'm, I'm telling here you. I'm sorry. We're going to take it back to music. We're going to uh, take it back. Nah, this is how we be all the time. So it's always jokes, nonstop comedy. Oh, I love it. It's so good. What else do you guys want to tell the people about your guys' projects? Man. They're um, out now. Q, Q got the best album out. Mm-hmm. I want to tell the people that mm-hmm. he's 14. I did the cover art. I ain't take the picture, but I designed it. Really? She did. I did. I did. First of all, she does a lot more than just rap around Jamla Records. She we does. Be she does a lot of things. She's very talented. I always call it a uh, the artsy girl because everything she does is just is creative. She's always been creative though. Always having ideas. Always helpful. So dope. Designing it or like the concept or how did that come together? Like, that's so dope. He had the concept with the little boy. He just Mm -hmm. gave me the picture. I actually wanted to come out here and take a picture on each 14. Mm -hmm. But just with the time and everything that we had going on at the time before touring, schedule just wouldn't allow it to. Um, So a good friend of mine, 
I called her like last minute. And I was just like, yo, would you, you want to have Jay take some pictures for me? And she was down. So shout out to them. Um, and my photographer, Ansel, he took the pictures out here and sent them right back. And we actually had another picture that we were going to use mm-hmm. for the cover. And at first we were like, that's it. And Knife was like, that's it. And, you know, a little hot over here to the right of me. <laughs> she gets on her phone. She's quiet. And about 10 minutes later, she's like, what you think it is? And I was just like, I like it. And everybody else was just like, that's the one. And I, I love both of them. And so I went back and forth. But I feel like the one that, you know, we all see right now just t- told more of a story. Mm-hmm. And especially like that Back to the Future vibe. Like, you know what I mean? Like you right. going back. So like seeing that in him, it's like super, super. Nice. Yeah, a lot of I'm, a lot of people even thought that was me at first mm-hmm. on the cover. Mm-hmm. You people would like, that's an old picture of you. I'm like, nah. Yeah. Let me see. What else can I tell you? Uh, Knife Wonder is singing on uh, Roller Coaster Love. Oh, my goodness. And Sassy. And oh, Ninth is the one with the pipes. He's Ninth the little songbird. Yeah, he got pipes, man. He tucked in there. He tucked <laughs> in there. He got some pipes, so let me see what else can I tell you. Uh, GQ got some nice-sized nipples. <laughs> um, I told you she was going to go back to the nipples. Let me see. <laughs> I told you. Y'all should tweet him uh, at the town GQ and tell him to free the nipple. Ladies, free the nipple. You see what I got to go through every day? <laughs> every day. Every Welcome. day. Welcome. Um, it's yeah. only day two of only tour. Layla's Wisdom is nominated. Oh, yeah. We already talked about that. No, amazing. They might. It's amazing. They might. But, like, it's not just, like, a a little school fair award. Like, right. this is the I Grammys. I, I'm still processing that it's real. It's so amazing, man. But let me process it for her. It's real. <laughs> Hey, bro, don't she's start, the, bro. She's humble, so I'll talk for her. Exactly. That's why I had to get both of you guys in here, because yeah. you guys are so humble that I need you to talk about each other she's and not pick up each other. So, so we're here for We kind of got to, you know. I can't even talk about your nipples. <laughs> 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 nah, nah, for real. Like, amazing, amazing feat journey mm-hmm. to be nominated for a rap song and best rap album with Jay-Z and Kendrick Lamar. Like, that's amazing. And this is, I, I went through all the nominations and I'm I'm really excited about this year. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it seems like the Grammys, you know, you hear a lot about the Grammys and people's frustrations with them. And it, it really feels like this year they really took those comments and concerns to heart and they just tried to do something different. And you can tell like this year is really just about the music. It's not all about a popularity contest or, you know, numbers. It's really about who put out great music this year. And so I'm just, I'm happy. I'm excited to be nominated. Whoever wins, I'm happy because the culture and music is being represented well this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's just good for everybody. January 28th, watch the Grammys. Watch that. Anything yeah. else you guys want to tell the people? On to it right now. Go see them. I'm so yeah. excited for tonight. Yeah, I just want to tell people, um, just thank everybody for the support they've been giving, giving Jamla. Mm-hmm. Like straight up. Um, love they've been giving. Um, Layla's Wisdom, Myers Park, East 14th, and, and everything we've done before then and, and, you know, going forward, um, we really, truly appreciate it. Yeah, all of that. <laughs> he zipped it up so well, man. <laughs> cosign, 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 hashtag yeah, free the nipples. It ain't no us without the people. So. Mm-hmm. Real talk. I'm happy to be in Oakland. I'm happy to be back here with you. It's been a while. Shout out to Special, man, just for having us here. So Of course. I don't think you guys realize how happy I am for you guys to be here. Like, it's 
it's incredible. And even the whole Jam Law Squad, like, that's why I had to ask how everybody's doing, because you guys are just great people. Like, it's incredible to meet great people who make great music. Like, sometimes you get one or the other, but, like, to have both in a whole squad, like, I'm just forever grateful for you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the Special Delivery Damn Near Daily Podcast. If you liked it, make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever you're listening on. And make sure to tweet me, letting me know what I missed, what I messed up, or what you want to hear on the next episode. That's at Special Says on Twitter. Or you can hit me on Instagram or Snapchat. Those are at Special Says as well. And you're going to want to hit that follow or subscribe button because the next episode is going to be with Duckworth. Thanks again so much for listening.